0: Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate inspire empower and educate people on these interesting topics my background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology after completing both my ba in psychology and my mba in healthcare administration my passion for mental health only continued to grow as a result of this i launched master your mental to bring more awareness tips and conversations to the table about these topics You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at Master Your Mental. Now, let's get into the episode, guys. Hello, 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 you guys. Welcome to this week's episode. I cannot wait to bring this one to you guys this week. And as you can see, we are talking all things power over your thoughts this week. And a huge reason I wanted to bring this one to you guys is because this is something That I used to struggle with so, so much, and still definitely have days that I do for sure. But, you know, I'm all about bringing those solutions to the table and specifically through the stories of my guests. So I'm bringing on. A really, really good one for you guys this week. She's going to get all into this, especially with her own personal story and what she really did to rewire a lot of the old thoughts that she used to have that really dictated how her life was going at the time. And this is a powerful one because, as you guys know, everything here that we discuss is related to mental health and how we can prioritize that, right? So, what can we do to Uh, prioritize it, make it better, and just work on that every single day to really move forward. And of course, it's not always going to be an easy journey. Um, And that's why I wanted to have this topic because we're going to have those moments where we're going to have these dots come in that are going to be pretty challenging and difficult and can bring us down and negative and overwhelming and stressful. And we're going to have those moments, but I want to feature something for you guys of how to come out of that when this happens. And that's because This is something that everyone can relate to in some way or another. So I would, I'm super excited to have my amazing guest in just in a moment, she is going to be coming out here and I'm going to be giving you guys a little background on her and all the things. But before I do, I again, want to say a massive, massive thank you to you guys for being here. And just listening and tuning in and adding value. And one of the ways you do that is by leaving me reviews on Apple podcast. And I actually have one right now in front of me that I'm looking at that I want to share with you guys because I love sharing these and just sharing the feedback I get from you guys because it helps me make this as best as I can for all of you. So this review I got um, on Apple podcast from Sarah I Fox and she says powerful and transformative five stars. I adore this podcast. When I first Got diagnosed with bipolar disorder, this podcast provided a great resource for me to discover more about managing my mental illness. Paris is so authentic and a wonderful host. I enjoy sharing my story on the Bipolar Thriving episode. Getting to collaborate with Paris was a dream come true. I highly recommend this podcast to anyone who wants to learn more about having a mental illness and how to move forward in their healing journeys. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Sarah IF Fox for that review. And thank you, you guys. If you haven't already, ready, you can head over to Apple Podcasts and go ahead and leave me a five-star review. Whatever you want to give me, you can write one, however you guys want to do it. I love seeing them and it means a lot to me. So I love you and let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. As you guys can see, we are diving right on into what it means to have power over your thoughts. Joining me in this conversation is my beautiful guest, Debbie Freeman. Debbie is a former Radio City Rocket Dance Captain, health and life coach, guiding her clients toward the courage to live the life of their dreams. She also hosts the You Unique Sparkle podcast and is also a former USA Miss Nevada 2021. So I am super excited to have Debbie here with us today to share not only her story, but also her experiences and work in this area. So without further ado, welcome Debbie to the podcast.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Yes, Your personality is you just have a sparkle of your own. Uh, (laughs) I was listening to some of your podcasts. I was just like, oh my God, she is just so adorable. I definitely cannot wait to be on here and just to have a discussion with you and just chit chat it up because, well, I talk a lot, so that will be
0: good. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I'm so happy to have you here because I, and you guys check out her podcast as well, your unique sparkle. And you'll definitely hear that Debbie has that for sure. After this conversation, we're going to get into, cause we are talking about this and this is why I wanted to bring this topic up because power over your thoughts. What does that mean? What does that look like? And why did I bring Debbie here for you guys to get into this? So before, before we all just get on into that, Debbie, I would love if you could share with us, what is it that lights you up like nothing else in this life?
1: Oh my goodness. You know, um, first of all, my kids. Yes. (laughs) Right. I mean, that right there alone is joy to me. Um, the things I have gone through, um, we all have our paths that we take, right. We've all been through turmoil. We've all been through our own little hardships, whatever. Right. And the topic today is of course, overcoming those. And how do we, you know, have a frame of mind that keeps us in a positive mode. And, you know, to be honest, Paris, we can't be, people say, I want to be happy, but you can't be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to be happy. Okay. But I mean, when you think about it, a lot of people will say, and I've done this, I can't tell you how long I used to live. Like oh my gosh, if we could just get this job and make this amount of money or have this house, if we could just get to that point, I know the world would be better and I'd be so much happier. And, you know, you're thinking like that and then it comes and are you really happy?
0: Yeah, no, that's, that is such a good uh, topic you brought up right there because it's so true, right? You know, when we think about, this idea of happiness and what this looks like, right? Like it's often like you tell yourself, right? Like you're happy right now and you're grateful and appreciative, but then what if I get here or what about this? And then what if this thing, and then when you do that thing and you get that thing and you go to that place, now it's a next thing. So how do you, like, I'd love to hear from you. Like, how do you, when you have that pattern constantly going, constantly going, like what works for you and shutting that down to really be Grateful and happy in the moment that you're in right now?
1: Well, and you know, Paris, that's a great question because I do this every single day. And, you know, we are always evolving. We are always, you know, every day we have to work on ourselves. You can't really just say, I'm going to get to one point and I'm going to be better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We are, you know, we have 60,000 thoughts that go through our mind a day. How many of those thoughts do you think are? negative and positive. Right. Yeah. And we talk to ourselves more than anybody else. And, you know, you, you're listening to your brain and it's rationalizing and it's doing all this stuff. And you could have something that's bothering you and you could sit there. And it's funny how sometimes we become the fortune teller. Mm-hmm. I bet she was thinking this, I bet this is what's going to happen. And you start doing these scenarios in your head of what's going to happen. You ain't no fortune teller. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we do that and then we get all worked up. We got all this stress and all this anxiety that, you know, that's what causes illness Mm -hmm. is carrying that around. So what we need to do is learn how to live in the moment And to be grateful, just like you said, Paris, Mm -hmm. for the things that we have and to be able to enjoy what we have right now, be able to breathe so that we don't get all those ailments and stuff, because that will work you down. It will stress Mm -hmm. your body out into sickness. That's how you start getting disease and all these chronic illnesses. Your immunity goes. Because your body can't handle all that
0: stress. Mm-hmm. Oh so- no, that's that's such a that's such a good point that you made because you really bridge the gap between physical health and mental health and how this affects one and how the other affects it. And I love that you say that because you know I was actually like you guys. So with with the podcast, you know, she went ahead and just filled out and this form and gave me all this information. I saw something that stuck out to me is that you actually talk about like talk about losing a hundred pounds gain and like this whole thing and, and what that was like for you on that journey mentally. Like, I'd love to like, just hear from you. Like, what was that experience like for you?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I've always dealt with emotional eating. Mm -hmm. So emotional eating is, you know, it's when we, we take something and we're trying to, um, numb it's our numbness whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whether it be food. And for me, it was food. It was emotional eating because I was depressed. Mm -hmm. I had gone through a very, you know, bad marriage. I was depressed and I would eat and eat and eat to numb the pain of not feeling the emotional, you know, sadness that I was going through. So to make a long story short through this divorce and finally finding out all the things that I had thought, the cheating, the drinking, all the things that he had been doing, you know, yeah and it found out that it was all true. Um, and he had left one night and never came back the next, you know, the next morning he was basically... Um, not a hit and run, but he totally this destroyed his vehicle. And we had a DUI was thrown in jail. Oh Wow. It was really bad. Um, but I woke up and my whole savings account was gone mm. and he had taken that, you know, and I just sat there and was like, wow, you know, it's so many times we live in limbo. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't know where we really were. It's like, I was living this lie. And it's funny because you're like stuck there And you're like, gosh, I just, if I could just move forward and do something, but you can't, you're like stuck. It's like your feet are Mm -hmm. stuck in the ground and you are like, you want to move and, and you can't. And Mm -hmm. so I would eat to numb the pain Mm -hmm. I'm eating. That's my thoughts is I'm just going to eat. And because I can't go forward, I can't, I don't know what really is going on. So finally, after I find out all the things that are really happening in my life that, you know, all these lies and stuff. I now am at a little bit of peace because it's like, okay, Debbie, now you can make choices. You can move on. Mm -hmm. You can be strong. You have to be strong for yourself and for your kids. Yeah. And that is my message to women is, is to be strong Mm -hmm. and listen to your intuition because actually we, we do know what's going on. We Uh,
0: know That's really, that's such a good point that you, you really explain that very well. Like the reasoning behind that, because when sometimes, you know, with people who don't really understand too much about emotional eating, um, you know, it's almost like the solution is like, okay, well like just stop eating so much, like just duh, like, you know, but you really go into that, you know, of how you speak about that with, with the numbing part of it. And then because of the depression and the different things that you were going through in the marriage, this was almost like a like a aid, right. To put, to cover it. This is helping right now in the moment because you, you shared, you know, when you do feel really stuck and like, you can't move forward, you don't know what to do. The easiest step is to remedy the situation now with this thing that, and then you, and then that's amazing just to hear that transformation from you of when you had that moment where you were like, you can make the choices and move on. And, and that's, so like, I love to ask you, like, how did that happen? Because it almost seems like you know, for such a certain amount of time you were in this frame of mind? Like, was there a moment? Was there something that like, what was that trigger point where you were like, no, like I can change, I can make these choices. I can, I can move forward. Like, what was that? How did you transition into that?
1: Well, I, um, I guess, you know, I I just felt, um, I felt relief. Mm Like I finally knew the truth of what was going on. And I feel like being a mom, I have to be the image.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have to be strong for the kids. You know? Yeah. Um uh, so a part of me was like, okay, well, okay. I actually went to him in um he was in counseling
0: mm-hmm.
1: to s- see if there was anything we could salvage anything, if I could go to you know counseling or anything to mm-hmm. you know help out. Um because I wanted to do my part and mm-hmm. because I had made a promise with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that day I asked him, I said, do you love me? And he says, I love our kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How many times have you lied and cheated on me? Well, Debbie, it's been so many times. I, it doesn't even matter. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. At that moment, there was no respect for me. Mm-hmm. I realized that. And he just released me. Wow. I just was like, Wow. I felt like God had taken this weight that was on my back, lifted it up and said, Debbie, go
0: Mm
1: -hmm. find you again, (laughs) go be you. And I was like, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And I remember walking to my car and opening the car and smiling. It was the best feeling in the world to be free and to, to, (laughs) to not have to worry anymore. I, I could make the future whatever yeah. I wanted. I, I didn't have it. to ask anybody else permission. It was all me in charge with my kids of what was going to happen and ha- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Debbie, yeah. You're gonna take control of this. You've got this girl. Give me one of those. <laughs> I love it. Oh that's, my gosh. That's what I did. So I started working out. I'd get up every morning for myself because you know, we can start exercising and we can start but a lot of times we'll get to a point where we're just like we'll take a day off and then one day becomes two days <laughs> two days become three days i know i've been there many times <laughs> yeah i know you know and um <laughs> but i it's funny when you have a why of why you're doing it and my why i'll tell you right then and there was of course i was like because I was a hundred pounds heavier. I was like, I, I was like, no, he's going to, you know, wish, you know, he hadn't been like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I'm going to look good. Yeah. I had a nice why. I can tell you that was very, (laughs) I was very determined. So I did. And in that moment, I found myself of just feeling better again you know, losing the hundred pounds, you know, every morning when I get up, do I feel like working out? No. <laughs> no, you don't. It's your thoughts. And if you want to, it's your thoughts that that create your feelings. And if your thoughts are, I want to go back to bed for 10 more minutes, well, and you're, you know, then you kind of got this feeling of, yeah, I'm tired. Right. And that's going to cause an inaction. And you're not going to do anything so what you've got to do is you have to change your thoughts and go i am so lucky i my alarm went off i get to get up i get to move right now and yeah and you get up for yourself because nobody else is going to get up for you oh my gosh
0: that is that is so amazing and i i love how you broke that down because see like that's exactly what it is is your pain and your struggle brought turn, you turned your, mess into a message to inspire and encourage others. So now you're able to be that light to show others. And that's, that's really a a big deal of what you did, you know, losing that's, it doesn't like, you know, you guys just hearing that, you know, gaining a hundred pounds and then losing a hundred pounds and like getting back up and being consistent, because like Debbie said, you know, probably many of us can relate to this of when, you know, you set a goal, like, okay, I'm going to get up at 5am, 6am, go work out. And then you're tired and it's hard. And you're like, I can't do it. I'm too tired. And then I don't know about you guys, but for me, whenever I have those moments and I look back, I always regret like, Oh, like I should have could have done it, but, but you didn't. But the good thing, like what Debbie said is there's always something to be appreciative of, appreciative of in that moment, that the fact that you get, To wake up and and do this right and and do it for you, like she said, you know, having that strong why of you know struggling in this relationship and doing it and then and taking that power back and saying, you know, what I have control and I'm doing it for you and also you know your kids as well of being that you know figure they can look to and say, you know, like look what my mom did, like look at that, this is amazing and that is so cool because like you mentioned, you know, no one else is gonna do it for you and. I love that because when we talk about our thoughts, like you really outlined, that was so good of having this thought that creates the inaction. So I'm tired. And then instead of, you know, reframing it. So I'd love to ask you, like, what do you have a routine in place or what is the most helpful thing for you in, in reframing and having power over those negative thoughts that come in?
1: Well, a lot of those times, um, because I have negative thoughts all the time. Mm is I have to reframe them to myself in a positive manner Mm -hmm. so that I can feel better about them. And I always ask myself, like, what's the facts? Facts. Okay, if Mm -hmm. that's what you've got, that's what you know. You don't know anything more, you know, don't make up anything. Mm -hmm. And from there, taking a breath and just going, I'm going to let everything else go because you don't know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, you're just going to just cause yourself craziness in the head. Yeah. (laughs) Really can. We, we all know that because we've all been there. We do it all the time. And I really have to just focus my mind. Okay. Let's think about a different, a different thing. Let's reframe this thought into a positive. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. Um, Like one thought, okay, here's a, I love this thought, okay? So I've had a boyfriend that would um, not call me. Mm -hmm. All right. So I could sit there and think about all the horrible things that maybe he's doing because I've been through a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. So I mean, I
1: can think of some horrible things, right? You can come up with all kinds of scenarios. Maybe he's doing this. Maybe this is why he hasn't called me or blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And instead, what I've done is I've gone, you know what? I choose to love him. Okay. And I feel really good about that. I do. I love this person and I feel good about it. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't call me and he is seeing somebody else, well, he's just opened up my world to find my better person. Yeah, exactly. So with that thought in mind, because that is what The energy, I'm going to put good energy out. I'm going to get it back. Mm -hmm. And if he's not the one, why would I want to pressure that into anything? But I could have instead of hate of why he's not calling me or why, (laughs) you know, because you can. Mm -hmm. Why not just give him love and go, you know what? You're going through whatever you're going through. When you're ready to talk, I'm here. I love on you. I send you love. I love you so much if we don't end up together, that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And having that frame of mind makes me feel so healthy and I feel good.
0: I, I think that's, so, that's amazing. That example that you just gave of how to reframe that. Cause like you said, it, it can be so easy, especially in your, in your situation, right. Of going through what you did and then having this happen, like, like your mind instantly goes to back because that's the thing is what you've gone through and what you've dealt with would make you think that and question that. But instead that's incredible that, that, because a lot of people, I feel like it's probably very challenging to like, first of all you know, have awareness of this thoughts because sometimes they just, you get one and that just like a snowball effect of like this, this, this is, and then it's like, you kind of make up this story and you don't even know, you know, if that's some, if that's something that's, that's true or not. But the good thing about that is like you said, you know, if this is actually the case and, you know, if this is the, really the scenario and what's happening, then that is a good thing for you because you don't have to. Um, do what you did in the past of you know trying so much to hold on to it and to question it and to dig deeper into it. You can just have that freedom of relief of knowing that you know, if this is the case, then you know, just wish everyone well and kind of you know, continue on with yourself because that really saves you like you save yes. your as you know, your sanity because you really can, like you said, drive yourself really you know crazy with thoughts and then just really just have such a big impact on your mood, your feelings, how you treat others because sometimes right when we get like this and we get you know we feel like we're being abandoned or left or um you know these things are happening it can make us you know, be unkind to not just ourselves, but those we care about and love because we're so laser focused on that. So that's amazing that you just share that example. That is so helpful for us to try to practice. You know, we do have these things coming in because like Debbie said, we all have this, right. We all have, you know, it's like, it's not like we can just program our mind, like be on happy thoughts, all day long. We, we can't. Right. So wow. when we have that come up, you know, do that What Debbie said, right. So like sit with the thought, you know, under dig deeper into it. Mm-hmm. And instead of just letting it, you know, send you down that path of negativity and all these things. So that's incredible advice. I love that tip that you just gave right there. And something else I'd love to ask you is, you know, with, with, what the, the work you do for your clients, like, what is the most, what has that done for you? Like, what is the impact that that has had on your life of being able to help others who have maybe struggled similarly to how you used to?
1: I can't tell you how much joy that brings to me. Mm-hmm. That is, um, you know, it's, I put a lot of time into this and into my coaching and into my clients. This is what I love. I don't know if it's just the second part of my life, but I feel like I'm giving back mm-hmm. and I know what it's like to hurt. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to not have good thoughts. And if I could help anybody and inspire somebody, motivate them to be their best selves and ladies, love yourself, Mm -hmm. love yourself. And just like I said, with that, that example, it's like, I deserve good. Mm -hmm. You deserve good. We are all beautiful and we are all special, you know? And a lot of us don't believe that. And maybe that came from a childhood thing and, you know, Paris, it's some, it's really funny because like, I had a friend to ask me the other day and he says to me, don't you know, you're beautiful. <laughs> and I actually looked at him and I almost cried. Yeah. Because of things I went through when I was younger,
0: mm-hmm.
1: kids teasing me and making fun of me mm-hmm. and the things I've been through. Yeah. You know, and, and a husband that only came to bed once a year, mm-hmm. you yes. know, This is like, gosh, you know, sometimes I don't know I'm pretty.
0: No. And it's true. And that's, I love that you share that too, because that's the thing is we might be looking at someone and think that person is beautiful, but like, that's the thing is like when, and like you said, that example that you shared of your friend saying that to you and almost, you know, being in tears. I relate to that as well. You know, having the same thing, you know, a complete stranger, you know, give you a note and just say, you know, in case no one has said this, this is, and you know, it just, it makes such an impact. And that's the thing is, especially what you talk about of, you know, having things that happened to you in the past that have been very hurtful, like even, you know, in your childhood, right. Of like being in school or, you know, where you grew up and having, you know, people say different things to you that really does stay with you and stick with you and can have that impact. So I love that you share that because that is so true. And that just brings me to, you know, this is the question that I love to ask everybody because I always, you always get a different answer. Everyone always brings so much value for this. So I would, I have, of course, I have to ask you this. So Debbie, what are you currently doing right now in this moment in your life to master your mental?
1: I am doing so much. I, you know, helping my clients also helps me. Mm -hmm. you know, because you're, you're wanting to give them the best advice and you're wanting to listen to them. And sometimes, you know, they can open up new things to my mind as well and share with thoughts. Um, like I said, just reversing, you know, just changing my thoughts and how I think that is big for me. I work on that every single day. I work on my body, Mm-hmm. So mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think I love that you brought that up of with your clients, right? Of how, cause how not only you can service them and bring value to them, but how they bring that to you and can open your eyes up to new solutions and ways of doing things and thinking. And that's amazing that, that you bring that up also of constantly working on changing your thoughts and pouring into yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually, because it's not like you just do the work one time and you're set. You're continuously doing that to not only, you know, create that reality for yourself but for your kids, your family, your clients, and to help create that impact. So I love that. That's absolutely incredible. And I just want to, again, give you just, thank you so much for coming out here on master your mental and just sharing this your story, your experiences, your tips. They've been so valuable. And as you guys know, I'm always taking a lot of notes and I've been sitting here taking so many because this is the thing. This is what it's about is featuring these solutions through our painful experiences that Debbie, exactly what she's done, like take her story and Completely rewrote that and restructured that to really add value and change lives instead of continuing it to to let it hurt her life is amazing. So I really encourage you guys to go check out her podcast. I will be sure to link that all in the notes for everybody. But I also want to thank you guys for being here and tuning in and listening to the story. It means the world to me that you guys are here and also Debbie. So I want to say goodbye to you guys. Whether it is the daytime or the nighttime, I hope that you have a good rest of your day and night. And I also want to say goodbye to Debbie. So bye to you guys and bye to Debbie. So thank you, Debbie. You did amazing. We love you. Bye. you. Bye. All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at Master Your Mental, where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.